I'm Aubrey Henderson. I'm a recovering people pleaser turned self-worth coach, here to help you befriend your inner critic, break up with people pleasing, and reconnect with your desire. Every week, I share my answers to your questions, live coaching sessions, interviews, and more to help you reconnect with your self-worth. Have you ever felt stuck in your life and just needed a really fucking good pep talk? Well, babe, you've come to the right place. Welcome to Ask Aubrey. I'm so glad you're here. Hey, babes. Welcome back to this podcast. Uh, It's honestly a little bit weird to be recording a new episode for you all after sort of an extended hiatus, break, period of rest, whatever you want to call it, um, that was so nice, so needed. Um, If you are new here listening for the first time, maybe um, I am just coming back from taking a couple of months off from recording new episodes of this podcast um, after almost two years of you know, putting out a new episode pretty much every week, only taking, you know, a at most a couple weeks off at a time. Um, I really needed a break and I'm glad that I took it. And now I am ready to get back to talking to y'all every week. And, you know, I found that it was something I missed and I'm really glad to have had this time to sort of reflect and think about, you know, what it is that I want to do with this space and this format for, uh, communicating with you and the things that I want to share with you here and how. And I'm really excited to, you know, share some of that with you over the next couple of weeks, couple of months. Um, But, you know, one of those things is that I really am excited to kind of vary the length of the episodes that I am creating here. So, you know, we've, and, and we've had varied episode lengths before, right? I've done, I've done ones that are on the longer side, maybe closer to an hour, even more. If I'm bringing, if I'm bringing someone on to talk to me, we tend to run a little bit long because I am chatty and the folks that I want to interview tend to also be chatty. Um, but you know, often we would hover right around like the 30 to 40 minute range, I want to share occasionally with you episodes that are really like bite-sized, just a couple minutes, just enough for you to hear a familiar voice, maybe hear a little bit of wisdom, a little bit of advice, a little bit of encouragement, you know, something that has come up for me. As you all know, I tend to have, you know, things come up for me over the course of a given week or a month or things that I'm noticing that are big themes um, in the lives of the people around me, whether it's my family, my clients, whatever, things come to me in, in themes. And so I like to share those themes here. And sometimes that is a 30 to 40 minute reflection discussion. Sometimes that is me bringing on somebody to do a whole conversation or interview about the topic. And sometimes that is going to be me sharing something that is on my heart, for like five minutes. And that is what you're getting today. Because the thing that I have been thinking about for a while now is that for a lot of us, and I bet this is true for you right now, 
is that for a lot of us, there is a conversation in our lives that at this very moment, we feel fucking terrified to have. True or false? I bet for you, you're thinking of what the conversation is. Maybe you have more than one. <laughs> I have more than one. Maybe you have more than one, right? But, you know, we we have these. We have these conversations that we are afraid of having. And they live in our brains. They occupy space in our minds, in our hearts. And we're afraid of having them. And they pop up into our consciousness when even me bringing up that topic, I'm sure that something has come up for you. And if it hasn't, you reach out and let me know and be like, Aubrey, you were wrong. I don't have a single conversation in my life that I feel afraid to have. And I will say, okay, you know what? I, I'm actually, people in my life will tell you that I actually am willing to admit when I'm wrong. I'm also somebody who will like, you know, brag about often being right because I feel like I am right a lot of the time. I have a pretty good gut instinct. I, you know, think I'm pretty smart, all of those things. But when I'm wrong, I will admit to being wrong. And so if you, if you tell me you're wrong, I don't, I don't have a single thing in my life that I'm afraid to talk about. That's great. Good for you. And I'm really happy for you. But I think for most people, there is at least one conversation that makes us kind of want to poop our pants to think about having, like that is that scary, that consequential, that that anxiety provoking. And what I would say is that that conversation that you are afraid to have, the thing that immediately came to mind, that is the most important conversation for you to have. I'll say it again. The conversation that you are most afraid to have is the conversation that is most important for you to have. And I say this for a couple reasons. Number one, if that specific scenario or conversation or topic or whatever it is, is the first thing that comes to mind for you. If I, you know, if I bring up this topic of what's the conversation you're afraid to have and this pops right into your mind, that means that that is lurking somewhere in your awareness, whether that is in your kind of conscious awareness, you're actively thinking about it, it's on your mind, which I know for a lot of you is probably true, or if it's something that is being held subconsciously, right? Maybe you're not actively thinking about it. Maybe you've repressed it way to, you know, the corners of your of your awareness. Maybe it is filed away and compartmentalized somewhere, but you know, all it takes to sort of unlock and unleash that is listening to a podcast with your good pal who, you know, asks you one straightforward question about, Ooh, what are you scared to talk about? And immediately your brain pops that right up, right? If you could immediately access that, if you knew exactly what the fuck I was talking about when I said the conversation you're afraid to have, then that conversation is occupying space in your consciousness. It is taking up space and emotional and mental energy. And you are spending that emotional and mental energy anyway on it. So to me, that is an argument for one, clearing the way for other things, but also for processing through that. It is important enough that it is taking up space in your mind, in your heart. And so it is worth talking through. It is worth moving through versus avoiding. And number two, I think we, 
we need to talk about why it is that we all have a thing that we're sort of, you know, afraid to openly talk about or afraid to acknowledge or afraid to have a conversation about or afraid to move through. And I know that everyone's situation is different. I know that everyone listening to this will have at least a slightly different, if not vastly different conversation that they're thinking about, right? You're probably thinking about something really different than what comes to mind for me when I think about, you know, the scary conversation or conversations that I need to have. But I think what we likely all have in common, what we definitely all have in common is that there there is an element of fear in all of this, right? There is a reason that we are afraid. We are we don't, you know, feel afraid for absolutely no reason. If these were easy conversations to have, they wouldn't occupy this space. We wouldn't have this angst and these feelings about them. We're afraid for a reason. And I think for a lot of us that can look like, you know, if we know that if we have this conversation, if we open up this can of worms, then it might have, you know, we're not going to be able to put put them back. We're not going to be able to put the toothpaste back in the tube. Once it's said, once it's out there, it will have an impact on our life in some way, right? We worry about, you know, saying something or naming something and being rejected as a result or, you know, being embarrassed or humiliated or being hurt or being abandoned, right? We worry about the effects that those conversations will have. We worry about how those conversations will go. And we worry because we don't have control. And the reason that those conversations then become so important to actually have, and again, no matter, doesn't matter who you're having the conversation with, if you are having that conversation with another person, then their side of that conversation is out of your control. And that is so much of what we fear. We fear that, you know, it is something that we want to name or that we know we need to talk about or we think, you know, maybe would be helpful for us to talk about, but we're afraid of how the other person will respond when really we cannot control how the other person will respond. And we'll never be able to be able to control that. Like (laughs) we're never going to be able to have that level of control. And it is, I mean, I talk to my clients about this all the time. I literally, yes, I literally was talking to someone about this yesterday, right? This, the fact that this is like, for a lot of people, this is the lesson of life. This is like the thing that is the hardest to integrate. This is the hardest kind of realization to fully, fully internalize and fully understand and accept, right? And I mean, it's a journey I'm still on. (laughs) to be completely transparent with you, is to recognize that I don't have control over shit outside of myself, especially not other humans, right? And so, you know, that my my ability to exert actual control over anything starts and ends with myself. And so if we apply that to this situation, right, you have a conversation you know is really important and also is really going to be fucking scary and you're terrified. And, you know, part of what you're terrified about is probably how the other person is going to respond or how the other person is going to engage in that conversation. Then we avoid it. We avoid the conversation because we don't know how they're going to respond. We don't know how. So instead, it feels safer to play that out inside of our own minds and to, you know, just avoid it and repress it. 
and pretend that it's not important or pretend that we can just get by without having the conversation at all that you know we don't we don't need to know how the other person feels or other people or where they're coming from we don't need to know the answer to the question that we want to ask we don't need the other person to really hear us and see us for who we are and how we're feeling we pretend at the expense of ourselves and at the expense of our own mental health at the expense of our own authenticity at the expense of our own soul a lot of the time, just to be honest. And we tell ourselves, you know, it's not, it's not worth it. They might not respond the way that I want them to. And so it's safer for me to just carry it, to just hold it and stuff it down and just deal with it. How's that working out for you, though? <laughs> as you're listening to this, as you're thinking about whatever that conversation is for you, Whatever the thing is that you feel afraid to bring up, afraid to talk about. How's that working out for you? I can bet it's not working very well. If it is, you know, okay, more power to you. Again, you could reach out to me and be like, Aubrey, you're wrong. And we can laugh about it and it'll be great. But I think for a lot of us, it's not working that well. And that's because the things that we are afraid to talk about we are afraid to talk about because they fucking matter. And that's why they are often the most important conversations to have. Fear is not just a response to actual danger. Fear is a response to things mattering, to things feeling important and the possible risk that it might not go the way that we want it to go. And it's fair. It's fair to be afraid about that. It's fair to recognize, hey, I'm really invested in a certain outcome and I can't guarantee that that is the outcome I'm going to get if I enter into this because there's at least one other human in the mix and we know that we can't control other people. And it's okay to acknowledge that. But it's not a good reason to not have the conversation. So that is your takeaway. It's what I want you to marinate on. Over this next week, I'm going to start giving you homework. Just like I give to my paying coaching clients, I will give you a homework assignment <laughs> and say over the next week, I want you to marinate on this idea that the conversation that you are most afraid to have is probably also the most important. And think about why. Think about why you're avoiding that conversation. And think about who benefits from you avoiding that conversation. It's probably not you. It's probably not you. And know that you deserve the resolution that you're looking for, whether it goes perfectly your way or not. The conversation you are most afraid to have is probably the most important. I love you. I'm rooting for you. And I'll talk to you next week. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you loved it, please take a second to subscribe on your favorite platform, leave a rating or a review, and take a screenshot and share it on social media or with a friend who needs to hear a message like this one. I love the chance to hear from you and connect with you because it gives me the opportunity to remind you that you are worthy, worthy of wholeness and happiness and just good things. So send me the question or the topic that's keeping you up at night or that you just want to hear more about. 
You can send me a voice memo at anchor.fm slash Aubrey Henderson. And I can actually include any voice memos that you send me in the show, which I think is pretty rad. Or you can send a good old-fashioned written message from my website at aubreyhenderson.com. I'll see you next time, babes.